Good morning. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go. I'm Sarah French, and here are your top stories. More of today's top stories in your morning rush. Counselors will be on hand at Kannapolis City Schools following the death of a beloved teacher. The district shared yesterday that longtime teacher Rolanda Morgan has died. Morgan worked at Shady Brook Elementary in 20 years total in the school district. School leaders describe her as a compassionate professional who was well known and well respected. An 18 year old behind bars this morning after being charged in connection to a deadly shooting in November. CMPD says Tyvon Dunlap was arrested Wednesday in Greenville County, South Carolina. Dunlap is accused of killing a 25 year old last month on Villa Court in South Charlotte. He's currently being held in Greenville County while awaiting extradition to North Carolina. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. Flu-related deaths and hospitalizations have gone up to double digits this week in North Carolina. Five more people have died, bringing the total to 14 so far this flu season. Flu hospitalizations are also up by a staggering 56% week over week. Even though peak flu season has begun, health experts recommending still getting the shot as significant cases can continue popping up as late as May. The U.S. House is moving forward with the impeachment inquiry into President Biden. House Republicans have voted to formalize their investigation. They allege the president and his son, Hunter, took part in an influence peddling scheme. GOP leaders say the move will help them gather more documents and witness testimony into Biden family finances. Happening today, Charlotte FC is gearing up to donate sports equipment to local underfunded CMS schools. The team will Head to McClintock Middle School to drop off baseballs, footballs, and of course, soccer balls to the students. The event today kicks off a multi-day initiative to encourage healthy relationships with sports and exercise, while also giving back to area schools who may not be able to afford the equipment themselves. And that's it for your morning rush. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. As temperatures drop, Many get sick during the holiday season, but it could actually be your Christmas tree stirring up your sinuses. A Christmas staple could be making you sick. Let's connect the dots. If you're suffering from typical cold symptoms like a runny nose or congestion, you could be experiencing Christmas tree syndrome. Most people suffer because of previous allergens to a certain type of tree. But whether your Christmas tree is real or fake, you can still get sick. Real fir trees can bring pollen and pine allergens into your house, so your immune system builds up more mucus to defend itself against the particles entering your body. If you prefer a fake tree, your body isn't completely in the clear. Fake trees brought out of storage can release dust mites, insect droppings, and possibly mold. To stop it before it starts, experts recommend keeping fake trees in airtight containers in the off-season, and when it's out, consider running an air purifier. And that is connecting the dots. Now to today's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, two people were seriously hurt after a crash involving a train on Wednesday. Officials say a train hit a car in a railroad crossing. It happened near Trade Street in Matthews. Medic says two people have life-threatening injuries in the crash. We are still waiting to hear back from CSX Transportation for more information. Number two, race car driver Noah Gragson will get another chance in the NASCAR Cup Series in 2024. It comes after NASCAR suspended him for liking an insensitive meme on Instagram. He was hired by Stuart Haas Racing, 
uh, to take over the number 10 Ford Mustang for 2024. According to NASCAR, he was reinstated in September after completing diversity and inclusion training. And number three, Bank of America Stadium is sticking around for a while, at least the name. The Carolina Panthers and Bank of America extending the naming rights agreement for the stadium. The partnership first started back in 2004. Many families will be gathering for the holidays, but will your kids be spending most of their downtime on their devices? Screen time for kids can be a controversial topic. So Wake Up Charlotte's Megan Bragg is looking into one study that says too much screen time can lead to developmental delays. Have you heard of the term iPad kids? These are just a few posts going around X. If you search for that term, basically they talk about how kids are on their devices all the time. So can too much screen time lead to development delays? Let's get the facts. Our sources, Dr. Amira Zuzo, pediatrician with Novon Health, Dr. Marie Trace, behavioral pediatrician for the Cleveland Clinic, a study published in JAMA Pediatrics, and the American Academy of Pediatrics. Kids screaming. Sometimes it's easier to just hand them a device. I have this conversation several times a day. Uh, we certainly understand that technology is here to stay. And so it's very important to discuss it uh, with your child's pediatrician. Dr. Zuzo knows there is no way to really escape the screen, but says for children five and under, it's important to think about how much time they're spending looking at it. The screen time can certainly affect development in children. Um, especially if we started as early as one year old. And it really depends on what kind of quality screen time that is and how much they're using it. The study of more than 7,000 children found too much screen time for a child at age one could lead to developmental delays, specifically when it comes to communication and problem solving at the age of two and four. I'm looking at a screen. Um, there's not a lot of, that's being asked of me right? Versus navigating my environment, playing with my choice, being outside. So where's that sweet spot? According to the American Academy of Pediatrics, there should be no screen time before a child is 18 months old and no more than an hour a day for kids between two and five years old. Dr. Zuzo says it also depends on a few things what children are watching, and whether it's interactive. If it sparks children's creativity, that's better than just staring at a screen. With your Verify Fact Check, I'm Megan Bragg. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Police are investigating after a body was found at an Amazon facility in South Carolina. The man was identified as 19-year-old Gerald DeJean, who'd been missing since November 30th. His body was found in a retention pond at the facility in Lexington County. A sheriff's office on the Carolina coast says they found the man who they believe is responsible for a 2022 double murder. They say David Willis is responsible. Officials say he's already in jail on 10 counts of exploiting a minor. Guilford County School Board voting unanimously to close three schools in the district. It's all part of a $2 billion project that will renovate several schools across the district. Students will relocate to other schools while improvements are made. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.